Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, oh. I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always fresh. What the fuck is even classic, happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical claim. And it's Pokemon Snap. If you're pressed to take it, go <laughs> Like, what is buddy. going buddy. on? I was on, I was on edibles. <laughs> Not a pornography. This is a podcast. Uh, and you got the name wrong again. I, I like your duck shirt. Thanks. It's a duck. Yes, and you know. We're live. We yes. Two dads on a podcast. The podcast. The podcast of rings because you're not getting enough Lord of the Rings, so we have no. to interject in the middle with a top five about rings. Yes. Yes, I'm, I was excited about this one, <laughs> and as as I we got more into it and got, you know, doing some research on different yeah. rings of power and different media and stuff. Man, there are so many rings. <laughs> yeah, and and this is a topic that you know I brought up a long time ago. Oh and yeah, we found a perfect time to do it right here in the middle of, of our, our Lord of the Rings Middle Earth Lord of the Rings segment segments. Yeah, the top five rings. So. I think it's your turn to go first. Is it my, is, is it my turn? Go yeah. first? You is sure? It? So my number five. <laughs> <laughs> it is um, from Flash Gordon. Uh, but but this, this ring wasn't, Interesting. I don't think, introduced till the 1980s. Uh, however, Ming the Merciless has been the main antagonist since well into the 30s but in the 80s they did this movie and he has a ring now the reason why this is down to number five for me is one it's sort of a okay i won't say sort of it is a racist portrayal of an asian character played by a very white man but he is able to force his willpower onto anybody and and his uh, antagonistic ways against Flash Gordon all the way up from the 30s to the 80s. He's one of the best villains of all times. And, and this ring really gave him even more uh, control and power over people. And, and that's really what gave it this really intense sort of, of way about it. So right that, that had to make my top five just because the ring. Nice. Uh, racism aside, the ring's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't think racism's cool. We think rings are cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your number five, bud? So my number five is a little bit out there, and it's Norse mythology. It's Anveranot or Anveranot, depending on how you want to pronounce oh, it. Cool. So this ring in Norse mythology was owned by Anvari who was a dwarf who had this ring and it allowed its user to find various sources of gold. Well, he amassed, of course, this huge amount of treasure and wealth and you don't say, (laughs) you know, naturally being Norse mythology, Loki stole it (laughs) (laughs) because that's what Loki does. (laughs) And so to get revenge on Loki, Anvari cursed the ring to bring misfortune and destruction on whoever had the ring, whoever wore it. Nice. Well, they I didn't even that. have to wear it. They just had to have it. They pos- had to have it in their possession. And so, naturally, Loki, when finding this out, gave it to the the king of the dwarves in order to pay off from 
accidentally killing his son because that's <laughs> what Loki does. And of course, the King of Dwarves is like, oh man, I'm getting a ring from a god? Hell yeah. Well, naturally that started bringing pain and misfortune and destruction to his life. And it essentially, this ring w- was kind of the, the inspiration for the One Ring, which does very similar things, and, and other yeah. rings of its kind. And I, I love that, you know, kind of the origin and the way this ring is portrayed it has stayed around for so long and is still relevant to a lot of media nowadays and a lot of stories nowadays. Like it, it's right. such a cool story, you know, of course with Norse mythology, it's always really fun with, with Loki and the dwarves and everything. So it's really, really fun. Hell yeah. So mine, I'm going back to the thirties again. Cause why the fuck not? So if you ever grew up reading the Sunday comic strips, you Hell have yeah. no doubt seen a superhero donning like all fucking purple. This guy was known as the Phantom. Yes, great comic strip. It, it was written by Lee Falk. Also, he he did the the Mandrake, the Magician, and and all that. And he had two rings, but the one I'm focusing on is the Skull Ring. So of the two rings, the Skull Ring was the most impactful man and, and it was really known like like when when he hit you you just had that fucking skull imprinted on you <laughs> and, and i mean that, isn't that the only reason to wear rings honestly <laughs> is to imprint your 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 insignia onto people's faces that's really the only reason this <laughs> ring is on it <laughs> but no that was such an iconic comic strip for me and, and they you know they've tried to do so many things with the phantom all the way up till like the mid or late 90s where they just kind of abandoned the fact that it could ever catch on but it, it was a really cool comic strip and, and they did comic books with it and it was just a lot of fun but the skull ring that's the one that left an impression quite literally <laughs> left left the imprint <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like it so that that, that had to be my number four and, and if you look it up it's such a cool looking ring. It's it like is. Your it is too. Class ring, but instead of the fucking the jewel, big gym stone or whatever, it's fucking a skull. skull yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it. I like that. My number four is again a little bit out there. It's it, it's not what you would expect. It's Soul Ring from Magic: The Gathering, one oh, of nice. the most powerful <laughs> artifacts in the game. It's it's banned. In Legacy, it's restricted in Vintage. The only format you're allowed to use it where it's technically legal is Commander, but that's because you can only have one in your deck no matter what. (laughs) Right. And the reason it's so strong is it costs one colorless mana, and you can immediately tap it down to get two. So it's like you never spent the mana to, to cast it, and you get one extra the turn you cast it. Then every turn after that, you have two additional colorless mana for the rest of the game. So if you get this early on, you know, the first couple turns, you can do some crazy powerful things, <laughs> some some crazy combos and shit really really quickly in the game. You know, I, the, I like where you're taking the list though. Yeah, man, like you're thinking outside of the box, you're coloring outside the lines. That, that's that's right. That's right. Mom's <laughs> mad, but I don't care. <laughs> you know, this the this originally was printed in alpha. 
And the fact that it stayed around and there, it's still getting printings in pretty much every commander deck that has come out. There are a ridiculous, let's see, the like actual original printings. There are over 35 different printings of this card. Dang. That's, because it, that's it's <laughs> such a staple to Commander. You know, every Commander deck in existence should have this card in it because it's so good. I mean, I, I don't know. And the art for it on some of these is really badass, too. Like the original yeah, one, it was, no you know, it's SOL. So like soul, you know, solar flare, fire. And it was just a flaming ring. And since then, it's been adapted into a gold ring. Uh with you know this purple light in the middle but they've done yeah. some really cool adaptations with some of the newer ones with it too and i absolutely love it absolutely love cool. it cool hell yeah so my number three is actually five numbers or five rings and it they combine to make one and that is the rings that form captain fucking captain planet, planet! the fucking planet <laughs> tears man <laughs> So this obviously was a, a staple uh, of our childhood. You know, it, it was just there. And uh, forward thinking, very cool. Um, it was very progressive. Didn't it was work. Very the planet's progressive. on fire. I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it, it uh, didn't California work. California organs bor burning. Um, too many uh, uh, gender reveal parties. Okay, just stop with the gender <laughs> reveal parties, please. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean so, you didn't you didn't pick the uh the rings of destruction the the ones that were the pollution <laughs> versions what, 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 there was like radiation deforestation <laughs> hate <laughs> so on no, no, the no. fucking nose man yeah but, dude i mean it, it was and great i i love this love that show the the planeteer rings you had the the elements you know fire yeah. earth wind water and then you had heart Heart. Because, <laughs> yeah, because. <laughs> you, you gotta love what you're doing, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, oh, I like that. I like that. I watched Cat and Planet so much like, growing up. If you you had to think like progressively, like it was a, a big representation of well, representation matter. Oh yeah, in these planeteers, and they came together to create a very blue man, and it was <laughs> awesome. I mean, depending you know? on the lighting, he looked kind of silver or white, but yeah, silver, yeah, maybe a greenish tint at times. I, I, I loved his red crop top. <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was it was a cool show, man. Uh, it was. You, you're, they did a, like a pseudo rap in the middle of the theme song. Or the planet tears. You can be one too. Is fucking robotic and terrible, but it was. <laughs> you know, by your powers combined, I it, it am Captain fucking, Planet. It was that or the magic school bus. You know, <laughs> I, I'll choose the superhero. So. Hell yeah, hell yeah. No, <laughs> that one's fun. I I really enjoy Captain Planet motherfuckers throwing litter on the ground uh i i still did it at you know but and, and no no blue dude like beat the shit out of me that that could have been a cool sort of side gig for the blue man group though just running around beating the shit out of people who littered <laughs> i'm getting off topic i'm sorry so <laughs> that was but, but they have to put on the rings first they have to put on the rings first so no i like that i like that the, he was that was definitely on my runner-ups. It was very close to being on my list, yeah. <laughs> uh, just because of the nostalgia factor. Well, my number three is also multiple, except mine nice, is nine. Nice. Mine is nine rings, Ooh. and it's Ooh. because 
They are the lantern power rings. Oh, yeah. So I didn't want to just do the green lantern ring, the green power ring, because pretty much every power ring in the lantern core universe has the same powers. It's just what they're powered by is different. And it's, you know, you've got rage, which is red, greed, which is orange, yellow is fear, green is willpower, uh, hope is blue, compassion is indigo, I believe, and then love is violet. And then you have life and death, which is, of course, your white and black rings. And man, these rings are crazy, and they each have their own source of power and their own weaknesses to the other ones. Of, of course, the white ring is, you know, the life ring. It has all the powers because white is all light combined. So I, yeah. I like that they yeah. tied that together. You know, there's just something about the ability to essentially create whatever it is you want, as long as you have the imagination and the the power behind it. So the green well, you, ring, you, you have know, the willpower to create it. For my number two, I, I did choose one of the nine, and it, it was the green lantern ring, the ring of uh, the, the power ring, ring of power, whatever, whatever the hell the you want to call it. It was the willpower ring. <laughs> That's and, what it was powered was really, by. And you made this point uh, plenty of times in the past, and I, I think it's brilliant. Like you're limited by your imagination yes. with this ring, and, and that's why I, I sort of uh, honed in on it because, like you said, the the other rings have their own power sources, and their you know, own like like red, for example, red is rage. You have to be angry in order to create with this ring, but yeah. it's just as powerful. In the end, but you're blinded yeah, by your rage. So there's that downfall, you know. Yeah. So, like, there's some crazy shit that goes on with these. For example, you know, uh, with red, you can brainwash and consume people with hatred and literally make blood spew from their mouths. It's fucking yeah, crazy. Sinestro, he, he can tell you all about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, know? but but that's why I, I narrowed in on green. It was just because I love the idea of just a, a limitless imagination, sort of your will. Well, you um, know, if I had to pick a favorite out of all the colors, of course, green would be my white. favorite. Oh, uh, oh, right, green. Well, it's not a color. It's, it's, a sh- it's not a color. <laughs> Technically. Shut up. but you know green would be my favorite because you know i love the green lanterns you know with john stewart and hal jordan and kyle rayner and all these you know the nostalgia the the white and black rings are you know the darkest well yeah the darkest night series fantastic please read it it gets fucking nuts uh loved it so I, I, I just felt like they all needed that little bit of representation because it's not just one ring. So that's the only reason yeah, I did yeah, a, and I, I a group one. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's your three, my two, what's your two? So my number two will surprise you. Find out next time. No, 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 no clickbait here. Uh, my number two is the one ring. It's not number one mm. for me. Yeah. It so, was number one for me. Yeah, I had a so, feeling. Again, I had a we're, feeling. We're just fucking staggered on these ones. We, we just are slightly. So, so we'll, we'll we, talk we about this, about and this. then we'll get yeah. to my number my number one, and as to why. So, I mean, it'll the be one an ring, but we'll get to it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the one <laughs> ring, obviously, this had to be on the list. The, we're talking Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is our favorite, yeah, is essentially our favorite you know? story with. You know, The Hobbit and the the Lord of the Rings movies and the books and the 
you know, the extended universe and lore. It's just so freaking good. And yeah, this and ring. Honestly, it's just because if you toss it into a fire, it, it glows elven. So that's Which is why pretty cool. And the reason it glows that, elven? Because it was created like it. <laughs> by Celebrimbor, who was essentially tricked by Sauron into yeah. creating the, the 20 rings of power. And Which is fucking crazy. It, it's, I mean, it, when you go back and you read it, <laughs> you read the history and the lore, and you start with the Silmarillion and work your way through Appendices and Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, all that shit. It's it, fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, just how it starts. <laughs> yep. Just, yep. This, you my, know, Sauron. It, it's like a Lucifer start, you know? It, yep. It's... I mean, it really is. Trickster God, you're talking Lucifer, you're talking uh, Loki. Just this- he, he tricks this powerful elf who right. has the ability to <laughs> create these powerful artifacts. And, and so, not only that, and not, he creates his own. Him. He He creates one to control them all, and then he creates a bunch to control everybody fucking else. Like yep. That. Yep. Oh. So you have you have the three rings that were created for the elves. You have the what was it? The seven rings for the dwarves. Seven for the dwarves. And then the nine, nine rings for the, for the men. And what's crazy about this is the rings of power in and of themselves essentially give immortality to those who wear them and they kind of bring out some yeah. some powers and the elves they're not corrupted by their rings the way the men were the dwarves yeah. are less corrupted but they end up you know getting to the point of you know they let their greed you know that element of their personalities comes out a little well, too much the brilliant part of it is these rings the way they control them is, is they're essentially sort of like parasites sort of like leeches like they yep latch on to your weakness and you're not aware of it and accentuate that like they they bring that out out as a a primary trait yeah and And it's crazy just the in-depth thought into that process and drawing it all back to this one fucking ring well and and what i find really interesting the way tolkien created this is yeah you know, your men are easily corrupted. They they yeah. get their immortality, but not because they live past normal lives. They become the ring wraiths that literally right. have no will of their own. They are just simply controlled by Sauron at this point. And this, this really, for the the history of Middle Earth, it it sets a, a it on a path where you do have you know like men with extended lives because of these sort of attributes that were drawn out and, and you sort of create these different cultures of people within like the human race yeah you have the different races of men in and of themselves and then you yeah. have dwarves and the elves and how you know the dwarves greed practically destroyed them you hear very little of the dwarves in the lord of the rings but the elves you hear quite a bit of because they were pretty much not corrupted by them yeah and and the most fascinating part which i'll get into now because we won't get into it during our breakdown of the movies to books because it's not relevant to that story (laughs) but it's extremely relevant here when you're thinking of it as a whole as the rings and it is you're talking about a man who wrote these books who grew up during war uh, world war one 
and saw this slow coming to power oh, yeah. uh, of Germany, the, this really methodical, um, corruptive nature that just started taking out countries left and right from it uh, until it became this powerhouse. And, mm -hmm. and it is very known and very obviously a, a art imitating life feature in that way. And it's such a poetic way of telling the story yes. of how he felt fighting and how he felt about war around him and war in general. Yes. And the, you know, you started during World War One and even more so into two, this machines taking over the sort of romantic thought of war. And that's where you get the this methodical sort of uh, upbeat of orakai and goblins and and just this powerhouse war machine that is Saruman and Sauron. And yes. it's just poetic and, and this one fucking ring, this one piece of fucking jewelry. That's what did it. <laughs> and the thing is, other than, you know, to anybody but Sauron, the ring only enhances your, yes. and, and it enhances based on the person wielding it, which is why yeah. hobbits aren't as infected by it because they're so lackadaisical. They're so chill. They just want to, I mean, you know, it's live gimmick. their life. And at a certain point, it yeah. becomes a gimmick. You know, like look what I can do. I, I disappear. Ooh, I party can disappear. And, and run away. Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> you know it's, it's so silly of, that they're using such yeah. a powerful object, and they think it's strange that the entire world is fighting over this. And I love that commentary, uh, uh, and, like and you said, you, of. Uh, real life in the way war affects people and everything. Yeah. It's why it, is this such this a powerhouse thing? of Gandalf? That is, I would try to use it for good, but within me, uh, you know, darkness it would corrupt. Darkness yeah. would. So it, it, I, I love the whole thing, man. Yeah. That's, that's why we're doing this shit. Yeah. You didn't love it as much as I did. Cause so you know, it's not my number one <laughs> only because of the sheer power of the ring that I have is number one, and it is the ring of three Dakota wishes ring that you use to like in out of a Cracker Jack box. It's the cock ring of alacrity. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, <laughs> We've had enough of cock rings for the past week or yeah, half. yeah. It's the Wait, ring no, of three wishes. <laughs> the ring of three wishes. And oh, nice. the reason this is number one. So originally, this was a it's a legendary artifact in Dungeons and Dragons, and it's been around for a long time. Eventually, in 2014, they made a Ring of Three Wishes Magic the Gathering card. What I love yeah. about it too is they have never reprinted that card since. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> so and I, I got one out of like my first couple packs. I was super excited. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about why this is my number one. So the reason this is number one is because in Dungeons and Dragons, this ring allows you to cast the wish spell three times. The dun, dun, wish dun. spell is literally the most powerful spell in the entire tabletop game of Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Why? Which is why because I'm it not can play Dungeons and Dragons anymore. <laughs> because it, it can literally change the fabric of reality within the game itself. You can wish for somebody's, you know, role 
See? to be Here's completely redone. You can literally wish for anything. <laughs> However, there are repercussions if you wish for something too great or nothing can happen at all. And I just love the fact that this ring gives you three of these wishes. You could literally wish somebody back from the dead. You can't fucking do that in Aladdin. Fucking test it. No, this is why I'm not allowed to play Dungeons and Dragons anymore with anybody because I watched too much Pinky in the Brain and I wished for bacon to taste like pencils and pencils to taste like bacon. And nobody was happy. I was ecstatic. But it, something it, tells it me was... this story is not actually true. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to me. No, do not do not let me get my hands on anything that can destroy the fabric of the game because i might oh crazy things can happen and <laughs> and that's why it's my number one because it is literally the most powerful out of all rings that i looked up in its right. own universe in it in its no, own you, you're right i mean they, you, you got a point you, got you a know extremely valid point <laughs> you know of course like i said there are weaknesses for it so if you wish for something that's too grand you know you start taking damage for multiple you know like every day you take extra damage and you yeah. can't get rid of that uh, until it wears off. Your strength goes to three, which means you can barely pick up your freaking coat, <laughs> you know? And <laughs> yeah, try wishing for five more rings and see what happens. This, the spell <laughs> wish, if you cast it, not using the ring, you, it can, you literally have a one third chance to never be able to cast the spell again. So that's how powerful this is. And this ring yeah. gives you three of these uses at will. And it happens instantly. You could be in the middle of a fight, one of your guys dies, and you can wish them back to life with no repercussions because the ring itself is what has the wishes on it. So it's just absolutely baffling how powerful this thing is. Now, yeah. with the Magic the Gathering card is pretty damn strong as well. You know, it is a mythic rarity, and it gives you the, the chance. Now, of course, it takes a little time for it because, you know, there's mana costs and magic. But it lets you search your library up to three times for any card. So you need a combo that uses three cards? Well, guess what? This ring can literally just get you that combo and win you the game. <laughs> and I've, I've had and that happen we, we in a commander match before and yeah. <laughs> it gets it gets crazy and so that that's why this is my number one i have more passion for the one ring but the ring of three wishes is just stronger i mean it is it is the ultimate ring of power so i think i put up a great argument for number one and you just came in with the uh, i win you lose it's just you don't even you don't even have a fucking argument. I I went fucking passionate, <laughs> and it, yeah yeah yeah. You just went. I win. You lose. You, you came in and you did that. That's well, what you did. That's what the ring of wishes does for you. I just wished that I won, and it happened. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I guess I guess that makes it so. So um, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, email us at 2dap2020.com. Yeah, let us know about your favorite rings of power. And right. you can also check us out and, on and our Patreon. We covered them all. There no, are no, no. a ton of There awesome are a ton. Rings. I, can, I can knock out a couple runner ups that we didn't you know, talk I didn't about. Even, yeah, but I didn't even delve into Elder Scrolls, you know, and they have some. I awesome actually had there. three of the rings from Elder Scrolls on my runner up yeah. list. So. so 
Think it's about huge. It let us know. Yeah. And of course, you could check out our Patreon and check out the extended interviews, which we have a new interview happening. Hi. I'm oh, no, on. no. Okay. No. Whoops, I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a new interview happening next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. We have a lovely interview with the OG voice of Frieza. OG fucking Frieza, Linda Young. Man. She played some of our favorite characters with Frieza Genkai. and Genkai. Oh. And I I absolutely loved she every minute of it. Sweet lady and has some amazing stories. Don't she, does. she does. She does. So I mean, it was fantastic. Check and, us out uh, next just, time. Remember, if you want to give us your top five rings, just remember. TD will come in and ruin it all by just saying, I win. Yep. I have two more wishes left. (laughs) As always, guys. And thanks for listening. Uh, He wins.